Well, hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about borderline personality disorder. I had promised that we would uh, continue a, a series of personality disorders. So the second of this series is borderline personality disorder. This podcast is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am an inpatient mental health registered nurse and professional content developer. So, borderline personality disorder. We've heard of people that have borderline personality disorder. But what is it really? It's it's a chronic condition that may include mood instability, difficulty with interpersonal relationships, and just high rates of self-injury and suicidal behavior. So this is a very serious personality disorder. Borderline personality disorder, or BPD as we'll call it, is characterized by just pervasive instability in moods, interpersonal relationships, self-image, and behavior. This instability often disrupts, obviously, family and work life, also long-term planning, and the individual's sense of identity. People with BPD originally thought to be at the border of psychoses and neuroses, suffer from difficulties with emotion regulation. While less well-known than schizophrenia or bipolar disorder, BPD affects many adults. People with BPD exhibit high rates of self-injurious behaviors, such as cutting and elevated rates of attempted and completed, unfortunately, very sadly, completed suicide. Impairment from BPD and suicide risk are greatest in the young adult years and tend to decrease with age. BPD is more common in women than in men, with 75% of cases diagnosed among women. People with borderline personality disorder often need extensive mental health services and account for 20% of psychiatric hospitalizations. Yet, with help, the majority of people who suffer stabilize and lead productive lives. So what we're going to ease into include the symptoms, the causes, and treatment. So according to the DSM-5, which is, if you will, the Bible of mental health uh, as far as descriptions of diagnoses and what criteria has to be met in order to meet specific diagnoses. Uh, that's the DSM-5. So 
According to the DSM-5, individuals with BPD exhibit some or all of the following symptoms I'm going to list. Uh, first of all, efforts to avoid real or imagined abandonment. Next, intense bouts of anger, depression, or anxiety that may last only hours or at most a few days. These may be associated with episodes of impulsive aggression, self-injury, and drug or alcohol abuse. Distortions in thoughts and sense of self can lead to frequent changes in long-term goals, career plans, jobs, friendships, identity, and values. Sometimes people with BPD view themselves as fundamentally bad or unworthy. They may feel bored, empty, or unfairly misunderstood or mistreated, and they have little idea who they are. And as I had mentioned, sadly, recurrent suicidal behavior. Uh, and lastly, transient uh, stress-related paranoid thinking or dissociation, which is losing touch with reality. People with BPD often have highly unstable patterns of social relationships. While they can develop intense but stormy attachments, their attitudes toward family, friends, and loved ones may suddenly shift from idealization, which like great admiration and love, to devaluation, uh, such as intense anger and dislike. So, they may form an immediate attachment and idealize another person, but when a slight separation or conflict occurs, they switch unexpectedly to the opposite extreme and angrily accuse the other person of not caring for them at all. Most people tolerate the ambivalence of experiencing two contradictory states at one time. People with BPD, however, shift back and forth between good and bad states. If they are in a bad state, for example, they have no awareness of the good state. So this is the question. Are people with borderline personality, very sensitive to rejection. They are highly sensitive to rejection, uh, reacting with anger and distress to mild separations. Even a vacation, a business trip, or, or just a sudden change in plans can spur negative thoughts, including fears of abandonment. This seems to be related to difficulties feeling just emotionally connected to significant family and friends when they are physically absent, leaving the individual with BPD feeling lost or worthless. Suicide threats and attempts may occur along with anger 
at perceived. The keyword here is perceived abandonment and disappointments. Causes. Although the cause of BPD is unknown, both environmental and genetic factors are thought to play a role in predisposing people to BPD. The disorder is five times more common among people with close biological relatives with BPD. Studies show that many individuals with BPD report a history of abuse, neglect, or separation as young children. Then, 40 to 71% of BPD patients report having been sexually abused, usually by a non-caregiver. So researchers believe that BPD results from a combination of individual vulnerability to environmental stress, neglect, or abuse as young children, and a series of events that trigger the onset of the disorder as young adults. Adults with BPD are also considerably more likely to be the victims of violence, including rape or other crimes. So these incidents may result from harmful environments as well as the victim's impulsivity and poor judgment in choosing partners and lifestyles. Now, neuroscience is revealing brain mechanisms underlying the impulsivity, mood instability, aggression, anger, and negative emotions seen in BPD. Studies also suggest that people predisposed to impulsive aggression have impaired regulation of the neural circuits that modulate emotion. The brain's amygdala, a small almond-shaped structure, is an important component of the circuit that regulates negative emotion. So in response to signals from other brain centers indicating a perceived threat, it marshals fear and arousal, which may be more pronounced under the influence of stress or drugs like alcohol. Areas in the front of the brain in the prefrontal cortex act to dampen the activity of this circuit. Recent brain imaging studies show that individuals, their differences in the ability to activate regions of the prefrontal cortex thought to be involved in, in a, just inhibition-type activity predict the ability to suppress negative emotion. So, Again, recent brain imaging studies have shown that individual differences in the ability to activate regions of the prefrontal cortex thought to be involved in inhibitory activity predict the ability to suppress negative emotion. Uh, 
So we are talking about serotonin, norepinephrine, and acetylcholine. These are among the chemical messengers in these circuits that play a role in the regulation of emotions, including sadness, anger, anxiety, and irritability. Drugs that enhance brain serotonin function may improve emotional symptoms in BPD. So another question that I hear is, is childhood trauma a cause of borderline personality? Uh, from what I have researched, researchers from uh, a university in Germany found that subjects with borderline personality, when compared with participants who do not have BPD, suffered significantly from childhood trauma. Researchers elsewhere shows, well, actually, research elsewhere shows similar evidence where about 80% of people with BPD experience childhood emotional neglect, physical abuse, or sexual abuse. So what treatment is out there for these folks? The recommended treatment for BPD includes psychotherapy, medication, and group, peer, and family support. Group and Individual psychotherapy have been shown to be effective forms of treatment for many patients. Psychotherapy is the first-line treatment for BPD. And several forms of therapy, such as dialectical behavioral therapy, DBT, or mentalization-based therapy, MBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, and psychodynamic psychotherapy have been studied and proven to be effective ways to alleviate symptoms. Another question uh, that many ask, can medication help people with borderline personality? Pharmacological treatments are often prescribed based on specific target symptoms shown by the individual patient. Antidepressant drugs and mood stabilizers may be helpful for depressed and or labile mood, which exaggerated changes in mood. Uh, antipsychotic drugs may also be used when there are distortions in thinking. Also, Another question comes to mind. Can mood-stabilizing drugs help a person with borderline personality? Well, brain-based vulnerabilities can be managed with help from medications, in addition to behavioral interventions, which is, which is much like managing susceptibility to diabetes or high blood pressure. Mood-stabilizing drugs that are known to enhance the activity of GABA, the brain's major inhibitory neurotransmitter, may also help people who experience such emotional swings. So as far as borderline personality disorder, it's very important uh, 
to look for self-harming behaviors. Many times, if they're right-handed, you'll see cut marks on their left forearm. Also, cut marks could be on their inner thighs. Uh, many folks are embarrassed and will try to hide these uh, signs of injurious behavior. Also talk of suicidal behavior or suicidal ideation is a very important uh, thing that needs to be uh, taken care of. And that can be uh, handled by calling 911, taking someone to a hospital for evaluation, or being directly admitted to a mental health facility. The important thing is being clear as far as some of the signs. And there is help out there, including medication. This is Real Life. I'm Lisa. And I'm wishing you health, happiness, and peace of mind. Stay well.